The following shear has been presented by Rav Yitzchak Grossman, Dayan at the Beis Havad, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. This volume has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Benny and Joyce Westreich of Los Angeles, California, Le'iloi Nishmas, Yoyetz Akiva Ben Shimon Meir Zechreinu Levracha. May the Torah studied be an everlasting schus for his neshama. Kedushin, Ayin Chetum and Beis, the Mishnah says, Amr Beniz HaMamzer, Eino Nemon. A father says about his son that he's a mamzer, he is not believed. Even if both the father and the mother say about their son that he's a mamzer, they're both not believed. The same applies if they say about the fetus being carried by the mother that he's a mamzer. Once again, they're both not believed. Rabbi Yudah says they are believed, specifically the father is believed, to say that his son, or the fetus being carried by the woman, is a mamzer. Why does Rabbi Yudah say that? After all, the father is not a kosher witness. He's only one. He's related to his son. Why should he be believed? The Gemara explains, This Pasuk is in the context of the man with two wives, the, the Ahuva and the Snua, the beloved wife and the hated wife. A question about who should get the Yerusha. The Torah says, Yaker, he shall cause his son to be recognized, meaning that a father has the right to declare, to tell us the status of his offspring. A man is believed to say, this is my son, my eldest son, just as he's believed in the context of inheritance to say, this is my eldest son, so too is he believed to say, this is the son of a divorcee, or the son of a chalutza, meaning that he is possible, he may not marry, he's a chalal, he can't marry, he doesn't have the status of a kohen. The chachamim of the mission disagree, they say that the father has no particular namanus, at least not with regard to the personal status of the son. The halacha follows the view of Rabbi Yehuda, poskim will accept Rabbi Yehuda shita, that a father is neman to say that his son is possible, and not just Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza, the poskim all say that a father can say, My son is a mamzer. Shulchan Aruch Paskins, Nevin Azer. Av Shomer Ala Ubra Shainam Imenu. A father says about a fetus being carried by his wife, his partner, that it's not his child. Al Echen Ribanav Shainam Beno. One of his putative children that he is not his. Neman Laposlo. He's believed to postle the child, make him a mamzer, who mamzer vad. That is the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. We pass in, he's Neman in Chosh and Mishpat for purposes of inheritance, and Nebuchadnezzar too for purposes of personal status, to say he's a Ben Grusha, and even to say that he is a Mamzer. A great deal of literature in the post came about the scope and parameters of this rule of Rabbi Yehuda. We'll just note two of the major qualifications of the post Both of these are while they are the opinion of some major posts, we're not lahalacha, but we do use them as a sniff, as a, to make a suffix, as a possible reason to be mekel. One is the opinion of the Bahag and Rabbeinu Tam and numerous other major poskim. They say that this rule only applies, a person can say his son is a mamzer when he does so in the course of, in the course of declaring who's the Bahar by saying, this is my oldest son and that's not my son, he's a mamzer, he's not my, he's not my child at all. He's possible, he's a mamzer, that you can do. That's only because you're declaring who is the Bukhar. But in the absence of a statement about the Bukhar, in the absence of Akaras Bukhara, the father is not Neman to just say so and so is a mamzer. 
Again, we don't pass him like this. The Shulchan Aruch says, Menastam, a person can declare that this is not his child and he's Naman, but the Shita, the Bahag, and Rebbein Tam, and other Poskim, Rikvegir, and other Akronim say, we do use it as a basis for leniency, even if it's not the Halacha by itself. Another qualification of Rabbi Yehuda, in a sense almost the opposite, is the opinion of the Riyaz, cited by the Shiltik Ibarim. He says, even when the Torah believed the father to say that the child is a mamzer, that's only if he's saying it is his child, just that it's a mamzer. How can the child be a mamzer if it's his own child? Because even if it's your child, if it's born through an erva, someone who is an erva to you, the child is a mamzer. Why were you married to her if she's an erva? He says, Shema lo hikr ba'adata, you didn't realize she was an erva. But if you say, it's not my child, my wife committed adultery with somebody else, it's not my child, you're not Naman. Because once you're saying it's not your child, you are not Naman. So the Bahag is saying, that the typical case where you're Naman, is where you're saying, Ruvain is the Bukhar, and Shimon, who might be older, is not my child, he's not the Bukhar. So he's not your child, and you are Naman, as long as it's through Hakaras Bukhara. The Riyaz says, on the contrary, you're Naman when you say, this is your child, but he's a Mamzer because of an Erva, you're not Naman when you say, Eino Bani. Again, the Shulchan Aruch says explicitly that you are Neman when you say Ein Zebani. So the Iker Lahalacha is not like the Riyaz, but again, the post can do use the Riyaz as a Snif Lahaka. And we have to understand, what is the basis, according to anyone, what is the basis for the idea, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that we pass in, that a person is Neman to make a statement about the personal status of his child, for Ebenezer purposes. After all, the Pasuk of Yaker is clearly, specifically talking about inheritance, about Yerusha. How do we get from there to the idea that a person should be able to make a statement about the Paslos, Ben Grusha Bechaluta, or Mamzer of his child? So Tosis, both here in Kedushin, as well as in Yivamas and Dachmam Zayin, brings two approaches. The first is that of Rebilio of Paris. He says, that's all implicit in the Pasuk. The same Pasuk that tells you you can declare who's the Bukhar for purposes of Yerusha, also tells you clearly that you can declare the personal status of your child. Why? Because it says, You can make a declaration about the Ben Asnua. About the Bukhar Ben Asnua. What does Ben Asnua mean? Pashapshat might just mean that you don't like the woman. But Chazal tell us that it means Snua Ben Asnua. Does God hate the woman just because you hate her? If the Torah calls her a Snua, it means that her marriage is hated, her marriage is prohibited. She's Chayav Elavim. That includes Grusha to a coin, which is one example of Chayav Elavim. So the Torah is also telling you that besides, besides the fact that the father has the right to declare, to clarify who's his Bukhar, he can also say that his son is Ben Grusha and his son is Pasal. And we jump from there to the Psal of Mamzerus also. That's the sheet of Rulio of Paris. Other Pratoptosis, anonymously, Yesh Mepharshim, is that the Pasuk is only telling you about Bukhar. But implicit, implicit in the din of the father telling us who the Bukhar is, is also the idea of Mamzerus. How? Because the father putatively has two children. One is older than the other. One is clearly older. And the father says about the younger one, he's the Bukhar. He's my oldest son. Well, the other one is clearly older. So obviously, if the father's telling us the younger one is the Bukhar, he must be saying that the older one is not his child. So, the Torah told you that the father is Neman to say his younger son is the Bukhar. That implies, we can infer from that, that he's also Neman to say the oldest one is not his child, and is thereby a mamzer. Rikveger understands, explains, that there's a fundamental difference in the, in the two approaches of Tosis. According to the second approach of Tosis, there's an idea of ein nemanus 
The Torah doesn't believe the father halfway. Once the Torah told you that he's Nehman to say he's a, anyone to Bukhar, any child, even a younger one, we have to believe the father entirely. So once we believe him that the younger one is the Bukhar, we can infer from that that we also believe him that the older one is a Mamzer because that's logically equivalent and ain't Nehman is That's the opinion of the second approach of Tosis. The first approach of Tosis apparently does not seem to hold of the idea of He seems to say we can believe the father only for what the Torah says we believe him. The Torah says we believe him for Bukhar, we believe him for Bukhar, for Yerusha. The Torah says we believe him for Ben Grusha. That's also implicit in the Pasuk. We believe him for that too. But there's no general rule of Rick Vegger says there could be a major Nafkamina. Rick Vegger has a Shaila. He says he didn't find any real discussion in the earlier Poskim. Rick Vegger wants to know if a father says, this one is not my child, so what's the halacha? Do we believe him, let's say, to allow the woman to do yibam? If he has no other children, and he says, this one is not my child, she was unfaithful, and this is someone else's child, so then he dies, can we let the woman do yibam? After all, the father said it's not his child. If we believe him, maybe we should believe him entirely. We should say that it's not his kid, so the woman can do yibam. Or, what's the halacha if that child grows up and wants to marry a relative of the man? The man said it's not his child. So then maybe the child can marry his relatives, his female relatives. Or not. Maybe you, maybe you say that the Nemanus is only for the purposes of Yerusha, of inheritance, and also for making him a mamzer or not, but it's not relevant for the purposes of Yibam and Chalitza, and it's not relevant for the purposes of marrying his relatives. So Rekhveger goes back and forth on this point. He's not sure. But at one point he proposes that that would really depend on the Tuturutum of Tosis. According to the first chat of Tosis, Rebilio of Paris, the Nehmanus of the Torah is only for what the Torah told you. The Torah told you that he's Nehman for Yerusha, for Bukhar. The Torah told you he's Nehman for personal status, whether the child's a Mamzer or a Ben Grusha. Nothing else regarding questions of Yibam and Chalitza and regarding questions of Erva. That the Torah didn't tell you he's Nehman, so he's not Nehman. Even though it doesn't really make sense, if he's Nehman for this, why shouldn't he be Nehman for that? doesn't matter. We have Nehmanus L'Chatzan. Whatever the Torah told you he's Nehman for, he's Nehman for. That includes personal status of the child and Yerusha and Bukhar, nothing else. So the father's statement would have no bearing on the questions of Erva and marrying his relatives or on the questions of Yibam Mechalitza. According to the second approach of Tosis, we do say, We say, once the Torah told you he's Neman from Amzerus, anything that logically follows from that, he's Neman too. So if Yibam logically follows from that, he'd be Neman for that too. If marrying his relatives logically follows from that, he'd be Neman for that too. Rikveger has certain problems with this. He's not sure this is correct. But in any event, Rikveger is not sure of the basic din of whether the father is Nehman. This topic, he says, whether the father is Nehman for these purposes. He says, He suggests that it will be dependent on the two approaches of Tosfus, although he's not convinced. He has problems with that. That's Rikveger's discussion. I want to conclude with one or two, perhaps, interesting discussions about the limitations, two more limitations on the father's Nehmanus of Yakir. What happens if the father is a Russia, an Avarian? A Russia, an Avarian, is normally not kosher for Adis. He can't give normal testimony in Bastin. Does he still retain his Nehmanus of Yakir? So we have a number of Gidole Achronim, the Argadal, the Gadol of Minsk, the Mechas Elazar, the Avnei Tzedek, Panet, Rabbi Mendel of Panet, and others who all say, they all seem to assume, they all argue that the father is still Nehman. Real Edus, the person is invalid for if he's a Russia. This is not Edus, as we noted in the beginning. He's anyway a Karov. He's anyway only one Edus. This is not Edus. This is just a, a zchus the Torah gave to a father 
to clarify the status of his children, both for Yerusha as well as for their personal status, as we've explained. This is not this is not Adus, doesn't work with the rules of Adus, and therefore even if he's a Russia, he would still be Nehemiah. There is Rubik Vegar they bring, who may not be so sure about this, but most of the Akronim seem to assume that the father retains his Nehemiah of Yakir, even if he's a Russia. We mentioned earlier, the Riyadh and the Shilta Gibarim says, that if the father says he married in Erva, and he says he didn't know about it until today, then he's Nehemiah. It's not entirely clear why he has to say he didn't know about it until today. What if he says he didn't know about it, and he was Nehemiah, and now he's doing Tshuva? Some poskim want to infer that he wouldn't be Nehemiah because of Meitzmat from Russia, but in any event, most poskim seem to assume, most of the Akronim seem to assume that even, even someone who is a Russia would still be Nehemiah to say, Zebni or Zainabni, the, the, the type of Nehemiah that he has because of the Din of Yaker, he would still have, even if he is a Russia. What about if he's Nagabadavar? What about if he has an interest in his testimony? Normally, again, normal Adim, we say that a Nagabadavar is not Nehemiah. So here we have a tshuva of the Binyan Olam. Binyan Olam was talking about a case where somebody was saying that he, he was saying he wasn't his son because he didn't want to have to pay child support. At least that was the suspicion that we had, that, that he was declaring it wasn't his child because he didn't want to get involved in child support. Binyan Olam says he's not Neman because he's not better than Aden. Just like Aden wouldn't be Neman if they're in Dogen Bedover, this guy can't be better than Aden, even if the Torah gave him a special... Mechudash Din of Nemanus is not better than Edim. Edim wouldn't be Neman if they would be Nogim B'davar. He can't be Neman either. Now it's hard to understand how this squares with all the Achronim who said, even if he's a Russia, he is Neman. They all say he is better than Edim. Edim, if they're Rishayim, they would not be Neman. This guy is Neman. It's a, it's a Chidash Din. It's not a Din Edus. It's just a Din. A Tchus that Torah gave. We don't care if he's a Russia. So why should we care if he's a Nogim Bifrat, because many posts can say that a Russia also is, not just Xerxes Akasim, but a Russia is Chashil Shakir. Just like a Negev all the posts can say, we don't trust him because we say he has an ulterior motive, so we can't believe what he says. A Russia also is not trustworthy, because he's a Russia and he's not trustworthy. So why is the din of not trustworthy because of a Russia? Why is that not a problem? And why is the din of not trustworthy because of an ulterior motive? Why is that a problem, according to the Binyanola? Now again, many posts can say that a Russia is Xerxes Akasim, but even that, some folks can say both apply, both Xerxes Akasim as well as a Chashash Sheker. So at the end of the day, it's not at all clear why the Chashash Sheker, because of Rishus, should not invalidate his Edus, but the Chashash Sheker, because of Negev Adavar, doesn't validate the Edus. It's not actually the same names. It is possible to learn that the Binyan Olam, who says that Negev Adavar takes away his Din of Yaker, would, would also say that, that if he's a Russia, he also loses the Din of Yaker, not like all the other Achronim, and all those Zacharanim who say that a Russia still retains the Manas of Yaker would also say that an Agabadavar retains his, retains his Din of Yaker, but it's, it, it, it's not so simple to say that. The Binyan Olam is the only one, the Tsarposkim only brings the Binyan Olam who says that an Agabadavar is not Naman. They bring numerous Zacharanim who say, pretty late Zacharanim, but still numerous Zacharanim who say that a Russia is Naman. So it would be good if we could figure out some Svara to say that a Agabadavar is more of a problem Yaker than the Chashashaker because of being a Russia. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To sign up for the Halacha Center's weekly interactive e journal, please email subscribe to info at the